eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC. Yeah, yeah, weekly. Yeah. It's it's now been two weeks. Fat guys smashing bellies and super uninteresting dad life commentary, plus an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league not funded by foreign royalty, MLS. We are your hosts from mornings on 107.7 and I'm Gregor. And he's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth at Lumen Field. He's sexy skanking Brandon. You can't... Oh. I almost knocked down a. I almost knocked down a a fan. I'm we're redoing a baby. Our, yeah, no, thankfully, uh, he has not been dropped yet, uh, or knocked knocked down. But he gets up again. Um, we uh, did you just make a Chumba Wumba reference? That's right. Your baby is doomed now. <laughs> hey, do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. Definitely five stars. But primarily, just leave us a comment. We want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. And if you thought we were doomed because of the Chumba Wumba reference, oh, wait no. till I read this. Let us know your favorite ever Sounders FC player from Big Bad New Who Daddy to the Brian Schmetzer Orchestra. That's your finest work. <laughs> That's your finest work that you were able to do that. I don't. Like, best dog mom ever, says Brandon's Cup. I was late today because I had to make myself a cup of coffee. And uh, I figured that because of all the big announcements, I would use my yeah. Sounders mug, which I yeah. almost got rid of because. I'm frustrated by how many mugs we have, and I'm trying to just mm. keep it to three, and there's three that I like yeah. more than this one. But I shouldn't have said that on this <laughs> podcast. The, the, uh, the one thing with Sounders mugs, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Sounders merchandising today. Great. But um, one of the things that I've always been disappointed by is the Sounders mug merchandising, like mm. the uh, what mugs are available from the Sounders, because it's always like your plain white mug with the Sounders logo on it, or your uh, mug that looks like a you got it. No offense. It is your fourth favorite out of three bugs. Um, <laughs> no offense to you, but it looks like something you bought from like the fireworks store or <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, or like uh, like a, the, the it's in the clearance section at West Elm or something. Yeah, yeah uh, I was at Cost yeah. Plus earlier. So I sure. uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, no, that's what it looks like. It kind of looks like it came from uh, World Market, but it was in that weird kind of soccer like, is the world sport. Market. OK, yeah. so yeah. just 
it's back anyway. Off. I always just I just always wish they had a better a better mug. Uh, but you know, hear me out. I think that whenever they made their at the same time they made their deal with the Mitchell and Ness or whatever, like somebody got more of a clue how to make more hip. Yeah, uh, Sounders gear because before it always felt like how the Seahawks would approach merch. It was very like commercial. Here's a T-shirt and- from Walmart in with the Sounders crest on or the Seahawks crest or here's a polo that you'll never wear to work however all of the models here look like they're about to go do finance and they're wearing a like a, a gingham shirt with the Sounders crest <laughs> embroidered in the top left <laughs> I don't think I can say this other word right here the checked all the right boxes and got approved for a big boy mortgage Sounders FC take on the fighting Tegu- Tegucy Galpins yeah FC Mon. Montagua, 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 Montagua. I, I guess we'll find out. Hey, uh, Spanish speakers, I am real sorry. That was not my intention. Yeah. Uh, I want to start the show. We got a lot to talk about. I literally just came from the home, the new home of Seattle Sounders FC. There was just a press conference. I traveled out to Renton, America, <laughs> Washington, King County, <laughs> and checked it out. And now the two, two of the biggest teams in the um, in the sporting world for Seattle are now both calling Renton home, which is interesting. But First, I want to give a shout out to Scuba Steve, one of our best fans, one of the guys who's been there, has come out to our stupid events and everything, and has always just been super funny and cool. Stupid event. Event. Okay, I'm trying to make us sound cooler. Come on. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, But he's also been out to our dumb podcast stuff and whatnot. So Scuba Steve, you're the best. Congratulations on the second baby born the day before Valentine's. First of all, congrats on the sex, boy. Yeah. Um, especially because you already have a baby and you were still able to get it in there. Whew, oh, nicely wow. done, my man. I yeah. mean, that's that ship has sailed now. That the sex thing is you're done. But over. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Uh, congratulations though on that, buddy. And uh, to baby Charlotte. Oh my God, so awesome. And I like legitimately, I was like overjoyed to read that someone as cool as Steve and his um and his baby mama had another baby. We're having. Uh, yeah, I haven't had a baby. The the great thing about Steve is that when I was uh. When when my wife was pregnant uh, with our child, and sorry, the wife that I have access to was the, pregnant with the now child that I have access yeah, to that lives in your home, um, that lives in my home. When when Catherine was pregnant, she and the boobs uh, that he has access to, the boobs that he has access to, and the boobs that I no longer have access to. <laughs> um, when when she was pregnant, uh, Steve just a few months before uh, Stone, my son was born. Steve sent uh, sent me a message on Instagram that was like, "Hey man, here's all of the things that you actually need for the hospital," uh, because you read all of these like blogs and things that are like you need to take this and aromatherapy and this and that for the bathtub and like we had a doula which is a lady that like comes to the hospital and is supposed to help you yeah. through the birth process help my wife through the birth process that is and tell you um, where to stand you stand over there you got you it stand see that door out there right out there no uh she was great but like the least helpful thing was that like my wife was in so much pain and she's in the bath and she's like well here i have some of these fake candles to help make this uh feel i'm like she's not at a freaking spa carol like <laughs> yeah right it like doesn't it's that's like sorry your flickering electronic candles are not going to help but you know what did help that <laughs> that extra long uh charging cord for my phone so thank you to you thanks to scuba steve for that wreck yeah top 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 man that's scuba steve yeah. and to yeah. uh, i've i've met his uh his better half but i can't remember her name and so congratulations to you too mother of two and yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> she's you, you you met her once arguably, and you've already reduced her to just being a mom. Arguably mother of three with um 
Stephen. Well, the, the, hey, the whole premise of this is that it's a it's a it's a birth. I'm sure she's an interesting person beyond that. And I mm-hmm. okay, whatever. I'll just go back to my dumb yeah. hole. And speaking of which, I climbed out of it today and drove down to the brand new facility for Seattle Sounders FC. I did not know what to expect because they were like, "Here is an address that you should go to mm-hmm. and rent in." And I was like. All right, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like in a parking lot, and they're gonna be like, "This is where we're gonna build a thing or whatever"? No, yeah, it's in a big ass office building, like probably five stories tall, gigantic windows everywhere, and it's like there's a big parking lot. Some of the spaces are covered. We know who those are for. There's like a, it's a whole affair, right? And so I pull up and walk in. They check my vaccine card and everything. I walk around the thing. Wait a second, Soundwave was there, not the Transformer, the band. They didn't perform at any point, to my knowledge. Did that? What? Wait, I, just, maybe you missed it. Did you miss it? Yeah, I had to leave like after it was after they did the groundbreaking. I left, but yeah. maybe they performed after that. I don't. Whatever. Yeah. whatever. Um, first of all, it was really cool to be around all the Sounders press and everything again. And I try not to talk to anyone because I, I just I was literally nervous to be there and had too much coffee, as if I don't have a place being there because all we do is make fart jokes on this stupid show. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saved somehow, a, I saved a whale story for you and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're they're real nice, and and um yeah, and so this facility is massive. They're renting fifty thousand uh, square feet of office space, evidently, and they're going to build four or five soccer pitches for the training facility there. And I feel real bad for Starfire because one of their biggest like, clients is going to move out. And I wanted to ask the question to um to Adrian and everybody like, do you feel any kind of guilt? Is there any? I know it's just business, but like, is there any kind of responsibility to this like community staple that you feel like you're not going to support anymore? But I felt like that would probably be like, I don't want to rain on their parade yeah. at the thing. That's a question for offline, maybe. But well, and maybe I mean they mentioned the fact that there might be. So first of all, you know, the announcement is the Sounders are moving their training facilities down here. They rented all of that that office space inside that building. I'm imagining they're also going to put gyms. And uh, as, as one person on Twitter said, uh, we better have an entire floor dedicated to hamstring care. Uh, so at, it, at it's Dr. M. The building has a hamstring injury. No, <laughs> it's, well, it's built on a, uh, let's see, it's at the former Longacre site, which was a former uh, race horse race track in in Seattle. And so maybe there's some like uh, undead or, 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 or some like unsatisfied horse spirits with pulled hamstrings <laughs> that had to be shot and turned into glue. And so <laughs> now they're doomed. They're like three-legged horses that come back from the dead as skeletons. And you're like, what's that other leg? Oh, uh, oh hamstring injury. <laughs> yeah, great. great. <laughs> glue. <laughs> glue it back together. <laughs> we have the resources. Uh, Garth, no, so- Garth Lagerway addressed this, though. He said that they're going to yeah. have world-class facilities for medical on-site. Also, um, he was real specific about how the nutrition was such a big deal for mm. it. And when Sounders started at VMAC, that was one of the things that, like, there was um, there was a real good opportunity for uh, for food science there. And he wants to bring that back specifically with the more focus into analytics that mm. you could possibly take a Chad Barrett, for instance, who has the worst cramps that Nike has ever seen, and be able to give him a diet before rehearsal is what they would call it in the dance world <laughs> before practice that is high in whatever electrolytes and salts pickle that he juice. needs. Yeah, yeah pickle yeah. juice to have like maybe there's five different ways he could have pickle juice rather than just drinking it from the jar. Yeah, uh, they that that I remember. So when I used to work for the Sounders, we I would be down at training all of all of the time, and I would be down there. Uh, with the players and then afterward we would we would pop upstairs and get lunch you'd eat in the in the 
cafe with the rest of the players and all that. And I remember the food was kind of just like what you'd get at like a school, almost like a school lunch. So you have Clint Dempsey, who's played in the yeah. Premier League. You have a lot of players who have played, you know, in La Liga and Premier League for some top clubs, right? Even Victor Rodriguez had had uh, been within the Barcelona uh, system for a while, right? So he's played at even the, the youth system in Barcelona, La Masia, right, is known as one of the top youth facilities in the entire world. And then they come to Starfire and they're eating like uh, that pizza that bounces off the floor or <laughs> the, the chicken chicken tendies, <laughs> right? Which You want hey, some chocolate milk with that or what? Great, great. But I don't know what kind of analytics Garth is getting out of the chicken tendies uh, when he's trying to see Chad Barrett, you know, sucked out. Actually, you know, I would love to see uh, Chad Marshall and Chad Barrett go to town on some wings together and see. Nah, like, pickle eating contest. <laughs> instead, of, instead of hot ones, it's Chad ones. <laughs> hot pickles. There we go. Hot pickles there we go uh anyway so like now the sounders are going to have this world-class facility you, you like all zakawani in there because he did that show winging it for a while yeah yes. change that there you go now winging it with zakawani is just people eating chicken wings with chicken with zakawani it's a fat time yeah uh that's that should be man why are we not working in this fifty thousand uh square foot office space uh it looks amazing though i mean like the whole place you were there i mean i was surprised that what the what the what adrian and and the panel had said is that this place is going to be ready to open by the sounders 50th season which is in 2024 um so when i when i read that or when i first heard that i was thinking okay so it's kind of going to be uh just the guts of the place right like they're they haven't done the build out yet they don't have the offices but then all of the videos and all of the pictures that i'm seeing you and other media members post <laughs> you and other media members <laughs> <laughs> thanks buddy See? Look, i counted you in there uh all these pictures that i'm seeing like it looks like they've got the place already pretty well set up to be at least from what i've seen um a sounders branded facility i mean yeah. you've got the trophy cabinet on the front desk you've got a wall of scars that look like it's very well put together you've got season ticket ne- uh member names around the pillars and the front entrance to the place like i what other were there other elements about the place that made it seem like it was already kind of a sounders facility or was that just kind of for the grand entrance into the the press hall uh were there other things that you could see that there are because one of the shocking things that I learned from the press conference is that, you know, these conversations about having this place, about getting into this place only started six months ago. Yeah. And you're already here having a press conference announcing it. It's not going to be ready for till 2024, but it looks like they're making progress. Yeah. So uh, they specifically addressed that. They said it was a 120 day process from the first conversation to getting the lease done and having everyone there today. When you walk in the place, the first thing you see, it's like walking into any big facility that's not like downtown, but any like big joint. Like you walk in, and there's like the trophy case in front of you. And to the right, there's the desk with the security person there waiting to welcome you in. That's pretty cool. And then beyond that, there's just like a big atrium. And so it's like, you know when you're at a hotel and the hallways are inside and they go up like five or six stories and so you kind of look yeah. up and you feel like you're on a crew, you're looking up the side of a cruise ship or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It has that feel to it. But in that space, they had set up a giant television. Hanauer joked that they are, they don't get to keep it. And he's like, maybe <laughs> yeah, we'll buy yeah. one. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, it feels like... The Sounders office wasn't open to everybody previously when it was downtown. And Mm -hmm. so it was like they were on an island a bit and it felt like you were really secluded and there wasn't a way that maybe if you go to Starfire, you run into some organizational people. But this feels like it's a 
big, massive building, and it makes it feel like a really big organization. Rather mm-hmm. than being kind of like some knuckleheads that we know that work there that are making this thing happen, it feels like, a, you know, Hanauer said it was a tens of million do- uh, millions of dollars investment to make this happen. So, like, they're committing to, as they put it, to the next 50 years. And yeah. jokes aside about them celebrating their 50 years on year 48, just like they celebrate 11, 10 years of 11, 11 times yeah, of the playoffs or whatever, yeah. 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 Um, it's it's they're they're setting the goal right now. They're saying that starting today, they're going to make the ramp up to that fifty years of Seattle Sounders, nineteen seventy four, born in nineteen seventy four, Sounders, Sounders. Uh, by twenty twenty four, that's fifty years, and so they're starting the ramp up to it now. I had a chance to talk to my buddy Taylor Graham about that a little bit. I won't tell you what he said or whatever because that's whatever. That's not nice. But uh, he he called you very bad names, Brandon. No, uh, he <laughs> just talked sweet. about what that's going to look like, and pretty cool that they're already that far out ahead and yeah. um the facility f- has a feel to it like it's for real just it's like yeah. rather than being like we went through this era where everything had you had to see the pipes in the roof and yeah. you had to there was just like this really ca- industrial exposed everything had but to like, be like authentic real yeah, it like yeah. makes it feel like you're really in the bowels or something this does not feel like that at all it feels like a culture change in it's terms clean. of just design but it's but it's like it's kind of eighties. It's like massive and big sure. and like, um, you know, what's the, what's the Columbia tower. However, that's a de- described oh, it's like brutal. Yeah. Like it's austere. like, yeah. yeah, it feels like something Boeing would build because they make sure. big ass planes and that's exactly, and they did build it. Yeah. And right? that's exactly what it <laughs> yeah. is. And so it gives, it gives Seattle Sounders this massive feel to it. And sure. frankly, it felt like it legitimized MLS. Mm. It's like a good thing for the entire league, not just that other teams will have to raise their game, but because it's like this is a big thing happening, and other people like the ML- MLS, as they kept calling it, the MLS, the which MLS, I like yeah. laughing at. Um, but MLS is like a, is a for real league now. It's not just a joke like it was when Seattle joined and upped the game for everybody, and now they're doing it again. It's, it's crazy because for once, the Sounders are not the team that is – uh, being the groundbreaking team in this arena, right? Uh, I mean, they're literally doing a groundbreaking, right? Like they're building a train. They <laughs> I did saw a, them they actually did, dig dirt out of a they box. Dig, was they like dig the dirt. I like how all of the media, like this is an aside, but all of the media while they're doing that groundbreaking, you know, you typically it's everybody puts the shovel and you get that picture. Then everybody scoops it and they get that picture and you get this picture of them all kind of scooping the dirt out. This one, I watched the video of it. They were like, all the media were like, just keep going, keep going, dig, dig, dig. Like Garth Lagerway working up a sweat there, just like, oh my God, like what my dick for oh i found glue um. <laughs> oh gluey that's is that their next mascot gluey the horse gluey. the dead horse the horse skeleton oh great that would be kind of sweet uh <laughs> anyway uh to, you know you've got teams in atlanta and even it's got New a York big C- bullet hole in its head <laughs> oh my god <laughs> shoot them all put them up against the wall Ball and shoot them <laughs> Um, anyway, you've got teams in Atlanta, New York, you've got Miami, even Austin, these newer teams in the league that have come in and built large, uh, impressive world-class training facilities. Teams like Kansas city have even done that. Um, the Sounders while late to the game are coming in with a freaking bang by building a, you know, this massive, insanely large world-class stadium. They talked about the fact that they took the, the, uh, um, the world clubs, uh, world cup stadium selection committee on a stealth tour of the facility, which I thought was amazing. Uh, uh maybe because it is an old Boeing facility, they have some like military grade like stealth b-52s or something like that yeah they they didn't talk about how they took them over in like a black helicopter that was like undetectable by radar yeah 
uh, anyway, it's 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 it all seems like a massive. You're right, like legitimized step up in the game. Like when I worked at the Sounders, our office, to your point, was like exposed bricks and pipes in the ceiling, and and you know, like it was cool. I loved working yeah, there. Personally, the I much prefer. I loved to be able to take people in and show them where I worked. It felt like a startup. It it felt like that. This does not that from what you're saying sounds like it does not feel like a startup anymore it feels like hey we are the ml we are the mls we are here uh we are one of the biggest teams in not only this region but in north america uh in the western hemisphere you can tell by the facilities that we train in by the facilities that we play in at, at lumen field despite what everybody wants to say about it not being soccer specific and whatever how many other stadiums are filling up 40 yeah. grand plus on, yeah logger said basis. that he was like less than yeah. 40 teams around the world get more attendance than we do so it's like we we know what's up i mean this facility puts the sounders as far as training facilities go uh across the across the world it's going to put sounders in that upper echelon if you're coming from manchester united or from one of the top teams in europe and you get brought over to you know the sounders fc center at long acres uh to which is what they're calling it to to see the operations you're gonna you're gonna be impressed by that. Yeah, I don't think well, any hopefully. player in the hopefully world they don't is, is screw it up between now and 2024 sure, <laughs> when yeah. they launch it. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone that didn't watch What's the with the horse skeleton outside. <laughs> oh no, it's alive. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Gluey. No, no it's big deal. Sammy the Sounder and Gluey the horse skeleton fighting out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe if he was a seahorse, that would work. Can we? <laughs> yeah, I like the the, the, the seahorse skeleton. Gluey the seahorse skeleton. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so one of the coolest things about the facility is much like the Seattle Kraken, um, which you haven't had a chance yet to, to see the facility the way it can be, the practice pitch for the first team is going to have a deck that looks out where fans can over-obsess and be able to watch the squad practice while the squad has safety and distance. You'll be right above the action. Underneath there will be an actual lounge for the players to be able to sit and enjoy themselves. So some separation from the fans. They acknowledge how important it is that people can be out there to um, to annoy the players when before they go out to practice and afterwards and stuff. 
Um, and they also acknowledged how sometimes like when they're trying to catch a flight and the fans have a little too much access and it slows things mm-hmm. down, which is funny. Yeah. But but yeah. ultimately, they've kept that in mind and have other fields that are set aside for the other either divisions or whether you're having Tacoma Defiance practice there. And will they still be called Tacoma? That's a big question. Yeah. Even the Defiance was a name that was named after where they were playing in Tacoma, right? Yeah, well, it'll be called like the... Used to be built by Boeing here, like <laughs> the the Tacoma Rentins, <laughs> <laughs> the Tacoma the Tacoma Glue Factory. Okay. <laughs> the perfect. <laughs> or, sorry, I, the Seattle the formerly the the artist formerly known as Tacoma Glue Factory. <laughs> there, there you go. So, yeah. um, yeah, the just the 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 layout and the access and stuff. Also, like if you're a player that's traveling in, it resembles like I don't know. It's like well thought out. It's excellent pitch management and maintenance a couple artificial couple live turfs so that way you can practice for what you need as well to be specific i think that there's a lot of opportunity for the entire club to grow at all levels through this and it's pretty rad like i i uh, frankly they you know right now it's just a building and then a bunch of like marshland and stuff that they're gonna have to like fill in and make it work out or whatever but when they do it's gonna be um it'll be a spectacle to to be able to go in and and take that in and watch it now, the one of the things I thought was interesting that they said is that the this is built two minutes away from a train station, the sound where the the sounder, the train mm-hmm. uh, visits, and what that will take you up to King Street Station, which is obviously just a few blocks away from uh, Lumen Field, or it's it's right there, right? It's just across the parking lot, really, from Lumen Field. Um, the does the sounder i know this like from you know they talk about how that's a uh, dow constantine the king county executive was there was talking about oh yeah well the sounder you know blah 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 it's a great train it's a great great option uh but does the sounder like if i remember correctly doesn't really run that much on weekends if at all it does <laughs> so for matches that's the one okay, thing that it they does do. for matches okay but great. the problem is is that it gets you there before the match starts and it takes yeah. you away when the match is over there's no being a fan there's no ex- sure, fan it's experience not like they're running the a bunch of they're not running a ton of yeah you can't get down there 2 hours the early have a couple beers with your friends or like celebrate sure. a victory because the train leaves but it would right. be pretty cool to see like if they could arrange it to see the team off like if everyone meets at the practice facility for their meal yeah. and then yeah. they drive them off on the bus to the to the game or whatever, that's not how it works. I realize, but yeah, it could write it. Yeah, there could be a fan experience that is there, and so yeah, um, yeah, it looks. Man, I was. I mean, it's a two minute two minute walk from the train. And it's a twelve minute train ride up to King Street. That's the that's the only thing I wanted to say is that like that's a that is a short commute if you're you know, I mean maybe not Stephen Fry because he lives out in the islands these days, but. Um, if you know, if you are who knows Rusnak, who's probably living in Sammamish or, or wherever. Yeah. I mean, I think Clint Dempsey was living in like Sammamish. Yeah. Uh, like drive over to the you, you know you're riding up to the game, go grab grab a couple of beers, and he's like, oh, it, Clint, Clint. He's like reading his paper. He's like, don't talk to me. <laughs> Where's my rubber pizza? I like that <laughs> what, stuff. What, what's in the briefcase, Clint? <laughs> fish and bowls. It, it's just a fish. It just has like an actual fish in there. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> so it's gonna be cool, man. Like it, um, it's it was. I, I the problem that I'm having is that I can't tell if I was just pumped to be around other people or mm. pumped for the season or pumped for the facility. And I think it could be all of those things together. 
So. I've watched the video. Uh, it, we posted it on our Twitter account. Uh, you can go see it at Full 90 Podcast. Uh, we watched the video of the architectural rendering of what the whole facility is going to look like, what the stadium is going to look like, what those fan deck and the in the player lounge and what all of that's going to look like. Gosh, the locker room looks amazing. It look it's better than the one in the stadium that they have. You know, uh, so I that I've watched that video so many times. So I know for a fact that I am excited about this facility built at Long Acres. My dad used to work at Long Acres. Uh, he was a bar back there. Uh, making sure that they were supplied with all of their liquor and alcohol. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Uh, I don't know. Fun connection there, but um, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm just excited for the facility. I'm also, I mean, one of the things we haven't talked about that's pretty huge, we talk about leading up to that that 50th anniversary, the Sounders kind of slipped in there that there's a potential rebrand coming. Like, yeah. what did you hear? Okay, so somebody uh, asked about while that. While you were there, yeah. Yeah, somebody, and it was weird because it kind of just like nobody really reacted to it. Right, and so yeah. it was, um, they asked like, well, you know, you're talking about the next 50 years. What does that look like in terms of branding, ideology? And Adrian Hanauer is like, we're open to changing anything. If the if the fans want it, all we care about is yeah. what you guys want. He's like, it's not about my decision. It's not about other people. It's purely about how we want to go as a collective, um, which I think is potentially dangerous. Always, I sure. will always, as a person that works at a big media thing, I will always be like, be careful of what the people want because you can get steered wrong real quickly. You get a team called the Kraken playing <laughs> hockey. <laughs> but, That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I don't know. But but at the same time, uh, Kraken luckily has grown on me. At first, yeah, I was yeah, like, there's yeah. opportunity missed to yeah, link up with yeah. Disney and be called the Wampas. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyway, and then it's inclusive because that wampa only has one arm, and it's like there's yeah, there's not... yeah, just like my dog. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it's uh, he kind of touched on the fact that he was open to it, and it, the feeling in the room when he was saying that was that we're gonna get a rebranding mm-hmm. and a new crest, and that they're gonna design something that is. I feel like there's going to be new logoing because the opportunity is there to be able to do different versions of things, sure. so you can better market in different arenas and. It was clear that he had been thinking about that, but that he yeah. hadn't really flushed it out, it felt like. And so that was a cool question, a cool, honest answer that he gave about the opportunity. It was interesting. I was following on Twitter primarily, and, and he did say one thing along the lines that I thought was interesting to come from ownership. The oh, ownership was, it, uh, has, was it good question, Gregor? Was yeah, that, that's definitely what it was. That's yeah. what it was? Okay, good. Yeah. No, he, uh, he said something along the lines of, you know, in 2009, we didn't really do the fan engagement portion or like the the historical incorporation into this crest well we didn't do it well he said that when uh, uh about the sounders crest that exists right now right it's a um you know it's the sounders have been called the sounders but they almost weren't they this the fans had to kind of uprise in order to say hey you're not going to call us seattle fc we are the sounders you're mm. going to work that in there somehow or, or we're going to ride right? that train to the game the sounder train. yeah yeah well okay fine we'll run it a couple times a day uh, on saturdays um and so i thought that was really interesting to hear an acknowledgement that like a lot of people have said you know the space needle has a lot of flaws because it's trademarked and and not flaws because it's phallic but <laughs> flaws because uh the the space needle silhouette itself is trademarked so in order to create a bunch of merchandise around something like that you have to you run awry of a lot of issues and and money problems with someone like the Space Needle, who's very protective over their, that intellectual property. Hear me out. What if we replaced the Space Needle with one of your favorite things, the blue whale penis? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if nothing I else, would... hey, if nothing else, I know we don't really get blue whales here, maybe an orchid. 
Yeah, or yeah, actually, that's a good. You know, we do know how, how we do know first of all that the blue whale has the largest penis in um, the animal kingdom. Uh, we don't know how it compares to an orchid. So we'll have to look that up. Um, but I, I don't know the feeling on Twitter. Orchid you're right. FC like, welcomes <laughs> gluey. <laughs> My hammy. <laughs> My hammy. <laughs> Uh, uh, they, uh, Chris Henderson does work down there. Um, the, the, the feeling I, that you got in, in there my dad is saying that, eggs over my hammy. Oh my God. The, <laughs> the feeling that you got in, in the presser was that everybody there was like, we're getting a new brand. The feeling on Twitter was definitely, oh man, we're going to get a new brand. And the, and you would think that like a, a, a brand as established and as, as I mean, you would. 12 years is still historic, right? For these Seattle Sounders or 13 years uh, in MLS is, is still, I mean, it's a successful franchise, a successful club. We've won trophies under this, this moniker, under this crest with the space needle, with the green, the rave green and the blue. However, the feeling on Twitter wasn't, Oh no, we have to keep this thing. That's a piece of our identity and pride. I don't think that anybody's ever felt that connected to this crest, myself included. I love the Sounders. uh, And I have, but you know, the feeling on Twitter was like, yeah, let's get an orca up in this. Like, I think it was everybody... you that said that, though, right? No, I was not yeah, the think... only one. Was it I the was... Full 90 podcast yeah, Twitter? Is yeah, that who said it, yeah. I think? I'm, I'm, I'm just willing it. I'm speaking into into. I'm saying everybody's talking about the orca. So, everybody, I mean, everybody says there needs to be an orca. So, says man excited about orca. <laughs> uh, so, I'm not excited about them as much as I. Oh wait, no, about a blue it's a, you, you're all about excited orca. That's what it was. Yes, okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> now, um, to disagree with you, um, I love that crest. I will always absolutely dig it. It's it's um, but it means something different to me as a person who was now first of all it does lock itself into a graphic design timeline there is like a, 2009 yeah right? there's a, it's, it's a like, very specific timeline and and i i get it and like i'll never forget like cuz i'm this old that when the um when the new england patriots rebranded from that stupid looking guy snapping the football that was a red coat no no the opposite um yeah, yeah. that it was like could not have been a better upgrade now that logo looks dated too now because it was in the mid 2000s or whatever. But it's sure. like a the idea that sometimes you got to step into the next era is important. I think the Sounders have handled all of the stuff so well. Their their constant changing of marketing and branding that when they do decide to do something different, they'll stay the Sounders, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. you can't lose that part. But they'll figure out a way to evolve the crest into something else without me being mad about it and without the general public being too upset. Sure. Uh, but I yeah. will always like I'll, I moved here the first season that the Sounders started. It was my team. I, you know, you can't tell me how long you've suffered as a freaking Mariners fan. And I can't I really don't have anything to say back to that. other than sure. I love each row. But the notion that like MLS Sounders started three weeks before I moved to Seattle is like it'll yeah. always be mine. And, I, and I, I'll always think about that. The logo I had on my car and the sure, and the people yeah. driving up to Vancouver and a guy pulling up next to me and doing the wanker sign and then doing the Vancouver Whitecaps yeah. thing out the window and then laughing and driving off and like just having like those moments are like so critical and so I, yeah. I have a different perspective of it. And I imagine somebody who was like ten 
when they yes I'm comparing myself to a ten year old was ten when yeah. the sounder started or pro- probably also has some sort of like like lingering feelings for that so like Jordan Morris um, <laughs> <laughs> no the, no I, I think you're I I get that and I and to your point like there is going to be something like I save every single piece of Sounders uh, merch and memorabilia that yeah. I get these days because someday I know that this crest is going to change yeah. as every crest does every league every team in the Premier League even like at this point has had. However many crests at this point, right? Yeah, take my favorite team that, that I don't know why I support them because they're frustrating. But Arsenal, like they yeah. have had a much older looking logo before and they updated it to be something sure. much simpler and it works. And at some point that'll change again too. Spurs yeah. and Liverpool and all these people do that in order to make the logoing and branding work better. And then it changes, but it stays true to the identity. Sure. And I and I, and I, do, I just don't know. I think that the Sounders with their current crests have locked themselves into that era so much to a point that anything that they do at this point thankfully it's not just i in my opinion i don't think that they'll just pull something out of thin air i think that they have enough of a history we're talking about going on 50 years as a club the sounders have enough history and enough um uh, inspiration that they can draw from from 1974 the amount like the three or four crests that they've had between 74 and now um they'll be able to draw from the orcas that were in all of those things. Just a big right? whale the, butthole. That's what the, the new logo co- is. <laughs> and then we can superimpose it over uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. <laughs> no, I think I think that the Sounders have... It's a cloaca. Uh, Thank you very much. It is both for poo and pee. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, just like just like the wizard bird. Um, oh, I actually I, don't know that about whales. We need to actually confirm that. They might actually think, have their own b-holes. I think they do have and their I'm own And I'm not talking about blowhole. They have, you know, what I learned about whales recently is that um, almost all um, uh, baleen whales, I think all, maybe even all baleen whales, mm-hmm. have two blowholes. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting, right? Yeah, well, like nostrils. Yeah, just like nostrils. <laughs> um, so I didn't even think about that. That's a very interesting. Um, you ever think that they like one of them's like, can I get a nose job? And everybody's like, where's a whale's nose? And he's like, it's right here. And you see the two holes right here on the on the back. Who's um, that guy trying to hump it? That's yeah. that's a humpback. <laughs> that's a humpback. Yeah. Um, any, anyway, I think that uh, I would love to see a, a Sounders redesign. But the reason I hold on, I mean, I hold on to my Sounders Xbox jacket that I have because <laughs> someday, like, I love seeing in the in the crowd at like Premier League games, uh, players or or fans or supporters wearing their their jackets and their their jerseys from 20 30 years ago with a different sponsor with a di- it was because it's just indicative of a different time of different players that supported the club at, or that were playing for the club at that time of like being in the stands wearing that jersey watching clint dempsey uh do his thing for the sounders right or being in the stands watching even casey keller or now uh some fans can even stand it stand in those stands at at the Sounders and and wear these jerseys that are like that's indicative of a time that Brian Schmetzer was playing for this club uh, on the field, right? So uh, I I don't know. I love the idea of them being able to harken back to those older. Uh, my wife, for one, would love if the Sounders would just update their colors. Uh, that she does not love the rave green. Yeah, I think a lot of people many people do time. not like the rave yeah. green because it is a hard color to wear. It is hard and uh, just like an orca. Uh, the uh, excited. Yeah, excited. I think that. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what they come up with. I the to your point, they they're not going to do anything they say that the fans are, that's done without fan support, fan input. Yeah. Uh, they're going to take that a lot more serious this time than they did the first time around designing the the current crest, which is like two shields, three shields, uh, a, a space needle, a bunch of different colors. All, the, all the, it's lots of words. Can I just say that it is so wild that when I see Casey Keller, he like recognizes and acknowledges me. 
it's like such a weird world to live in where I'm like, hey, Casey. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Gregor? I'm like, that is awesome. Can I, uh, I think you had an, you had an opportunity today uh, as a member of the media at this press (laughs) conference uh, that somebody on Twitter brought up uh, that you, you've kind of, you, you, you had an opportunity to grow our brand. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you're saying is I asked a question at the thing and I asked a good question. And thank you for, thank you for encouraging me. And uh, obviously Adrian Hanauer told me what a great question it was because I'm a very good question asker, right? Can I I, just say that I was terrified by the way <laughs> i love that he was like that's a good question not greg because uh he that's your name and he's a he's a serious adult person and uh, you're a member of the media he says great that's a great question gregor so i i, I love that i Never mean i know the that... time he called me on the phone <laughs> and he no. like addressed me as gregor it was crazy <laughs> i saw a number from like the it was like the seattle sounders came up on my call i was like hello yeah. he's like gregor adrian hanauer and i was like uh okay okay. yeah (laughs) anyway um i i was asking a question what's going to happen to the 90 now that you're moving all your offices away and they're no longer upstairs which is something that people maybe didn't know it's going to happen with the 90 but i said they said hey when you get the microphone introduce yourself and so everyone knows where you're asking from on the stage right and so i get the microphone handed to me by katie pendleton who's the best yeah um and uh and i get the microphone and i'm like Hey, Gregor from 107.7 The End. Um, and I go to ask my question badly, and I'm scared by my own voice over the PA, and it's terrifying, and I sound awful, right? Freaking out, blood pressure's going, that noise in your ears when you get super panicked about something. Um, and uh, I ask my question, what's going to happen with the 90? Well, somebody on Twitter pointed out how I made a huge error. Yeah, they said uh, you had the opportunity to say, hey, I'm... Gregor, they said, said, can't believe Hey Gregor didn't announce himself as Full 90 Podcast when he asked his question. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Well, one of those things, it would have been, well, I mean, there's other people that are like, hey, I'm from Cascadia Radio Now, internet stream, and like, hey, I got no beef with them. I I just don't. But like, if I would have said Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast, (laughs) it would have been amazing. But I. And then Adrian Hanauer had gone, hot. Hot. (laughs) Zach Wadi pops out, he's like, garbage. Didn't see uh, him there today. That was weird. I, I, it was was James Waller there? Hot rubbish. <laughs> anyway, that's my best James uh, impersonation. But. Here, this one's for Brandon. Are you ready? When we come back, we'll quickly discuss the New Jerseys on the Full Ninety Soccer Time podcast. I hate. We discuss New Jersey. Okay, Brandon, I only have a minute and I got to go, but um, we spent uh, two weeks predicting what the New Jersey was going to look like for Seattle Sounders FC. They gave us exactly what we anticipated, which was checker yep. blue checkerboard over green shirt. But I think your take was absolutely the best that you were like, they're going to do this because it fl- it's a flashback to the 2019 MLS Cup final where the stands were a checkerboard pattern of rave green and blue. Um, and and sure enough, they did that. They incorporated it like a flag into the back there on the little tag on the neck, and yeah. and uh, uh, massive props for finding the thread that would get them to make a checkerboard jersey like that. I think it was spot on. Yeah, I I actually I when I was seeing mockups, not not the mockups that we made, but when I was seeing the mockups from other uh, designers and people, I was like, none of these are really doing it for me. I don't love them. Uh, but then I saw the what I saw the mock-up, not the mock-up, but I saw them release the actual mm-hmm. kit. And when you see it on the players, 
I love it. I'm I'm honestly super into it. I'd love I'd love to see more blue incorporated into the kits. I, I would love to see a primary blue kit like that, but yeah. uh, or at least a, a have their secondary kit or a third kit be the the Sounders blue. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I love the way that it looks. Um, some people are saying tire treads. I don't see that. I mean, it, these people maybe have never seen tires before. Uh, but that's I don't know. I, I I love the way it looks. Now you told me that you bought one. Yeah. Um, you said it doesn't look as good in person. I literally I it said been. it didn't look good in mock-ups. I think it looks great on the players. Does it just look good on players and not on like a regular person? Well, no, because I mean, they like, they showed people wearing them in the studios at the television place and everything. Uh, don't worry. I'm not upset at all. that They didn't give me one, but, mm. but, um, there's a weird thing about it when I was in person and it's called money. Uh, <laughs> and I yeah, was handing yeah. over money for this thing. I was like, do I really need a shirt with some yeah. checkerboard on it? Yeah. I think it is weird that it uh, pulls down towards the mm. wiener zone. Yeah. And, uh, the yeah, checkers yeah. do. So it kind of looks like the shirt has been zipped. <laughs> and I think that's kind of weird. But um, uh, overall, I'm 100% hot on that. I think it's it's really cool. Okay, well, I have to run, unfortunately. So I would just, um, I'd just like to say, in case this podcast was too long and you didn't listen, it's too long, didn't listen. Brandon, what's your new favorite show involving Sounders and food? Uh, my <laughs> too long, didn't listen. It's Chicken Wing in it with Zach Wani. <laughs> Uh, too long didn't listen, Greg. Uh, sorry, that's a great question, Gregor. Uh, too long didn't listen. What should our new mascot be? Forget the orca, or maybe not. <laughs> We've got a three-legged horse skeleton called Gluey. <laughs> optional seahorse. <laughs> not optional. Required. Required.